It's not called the carousel. It's called the wheel. <laughs> I can't. I can't be quiet enough during that. It's so good. It's always All good right. to have me cackling in the background. All right, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Welcome to ACC Basketball Degenerates After Dark. This is the stuff that hit the cutting room floor. The um, B-sides. Our, the yeah. B-sides. Our B-sides are extremely online weekday version of the podcast. Not condoned by Luke. Unofficial. It's just Mike and Taylor here today. Only the two of us. Uh, this is stuff that we don't include in our, our real official podcast. Right. This is uh, just This is just us. This is just us being ourselves and waxing poetic on uh whatever whatever comes in front of us in the college basketball season and in our lives just us disappointing our loved ones and family members on a weekday night while we drink and talk about basketball right uh if we had a patreon this would be the stuff that is on the the, the (laughs) patreon feed which is a good example of why we don't have a patreon right right but but alternatively we do have an only fans which is good Uh, for for taylor's ping pong uh, skills you know i tell you he's got he's got a lot of punch (laughs) i I think i made a joke saying like ah top one percent on only fans or something like that and neither you nor luke responded to me on the you know last week or something right 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 yeah the the only one percent are you talking about like the spotify recent well you know you like look at people's uh tiktok bios and yes i do because you know i (laughs) as part of my job a a marketing job i'm trying to be you know in touch with what the youths are doing these days Mm -hmm. and you exactly you'll see people you know post like say like "Ah, top five percent only fans or something like that and it's you know it's it's a thing. It's a marker of distinction, I guess. Okay. Well, no, that is good. That is good. And you know what? The horsing, the horse racing, uh, oil painting behind you is really painting a nice scene with the OnlyFans combination of a non-degenerate. So you know, I kid, of course, because this is the ACC basketball degenerates, and you are fitting the bill clearly. Are we ready for this B-side recording session, Taylor? I th- I think we're ready. I mean, I'm wearing a V-neck T-shirt that is as thin as I don't know. It feels like silk. It's hundred percent cotton, but it feels like silk. It's wonderful. Yeah. I think I could actually hear it in the mic. If you rub. Oh it. yeah. It just, it actually <laughs> belonged to my father. So this was that's made. Crazy. In- that's so crazy to me. You have an undershirt that your father passed down to you. I mean, as a man without a father, not only am I envious, I mean, I have a father, I assume he lives somewhere, but he doesn't love me enough to talk to me. But as uh, as someone who has an undershirt from his dad, like, I'm just like, that's a great thing. Like, I'm now taking care of my undershirts better. Thank you for having that. Wow. I mean, that was touching. And I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of proud of us that we went from only fans to... Uh, Father, daddy issues. Well, look, so I guess really maybe yeah. not that different. Episode in, titled "Daddy Issues." Daddy issues. Yeah, when we went there really quickly, so I guess you know there is a connection there. There's a through line. Um. Well, let's let's t- let's get into this. We're just gonna run some rapid fire topics. These are not super focused on ACC basketball. They are just you know what we're thinking of, kind of just like shooting the shit and in inviting you to join us. Well, they, they are college basketball top. Yeah. All focus. And you know, they'll, they'll be dabblings of the ACC basketball within them, but essentially an overview of the things that you might've missed during the week that we always wanted to talk about, but you know, maybe Luke wouldn't let us, or maybe we weren't quite prepared in the moment. So, um, 
these are our fireside chats. You know, you're gonna yeah. have, there are gonna be those great recordings of Churchill that he, he'll be able to look back on. And you know, I can't wait to sit down with my 17 year old son, put him on my knee, as I imagine he'll be, you know, small enough to do that. And you know, just sit him down and be like, son, look, this is what I was recording when you were but a wee lad. It was Roosevelt who did the fireside chats, you know, hashtag fact checks. And uh, yeah, topic one, how to refinance your mortgage. (laughs) What is, what is your first topic today? First topic is let's, as all, all first topics are, let's talk about Duke real quick. Um, You know, I think uh, we, another podcast that we both listened to, I don't know if it was three man weave or Gary Parrish mentioned that, um, Duke fans are trying not to have this season count against their, you know, main win-loss record because they can't get that home court Cameron crazy atmosphere. And now Coach K recently came out and said that uh, he thinks maybe they should end the season, coincidentally after two straight non-conference losses in Cameron without the crazies, of course, including uh, the waxing that they received um, from Illinois on Tuesday. So, uh, I, you know, I think this is just interesting to me. It gets me thinking about, talking about fathers daddy issues what what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind um, oh is, nice tie-in good for does, you good for does you. coach k care about you know covid safety or is he just uh does he want to take his ball and go home public health advocate or just sore loser oh wow discuss discuss that was my tryout for msnbc right there oh look i mean the ncaa is an asterisk sport okay like (laughs) the whole sport is built on asterisks there are banners that fly today that have been you know unfurled and then had to be refurled and um you know the truth is nobody cares yeah, nobody like, cares. Like, still I mean, won the title in 2013. Yeah, that's or what I'm no one's take it away, right? Yeah. Smith still hit those shots. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to forget that. All right. No matter what Patino did, no matter what the ladies of the night did for the Cardinals back in the day. Okay. Like Russ Smith still hit those shots. Um, and, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I guess it's within the spirit of basketball for the Cameron crazies to uh, maybe advocate for that on their behalf um, so that maybe their numbers look better. But, you know, whatever. But the bigger question, I guess, is is what you asked about Coach K, right? Like, should the season be canceled? And that's a big question, right? Like, are, are what we are doing right now, is that right? Um, I think and- it's a- – it's a more real question than people give it credit for. Right. Like, I mean, if you're really, really, really looking at it. Like neither of us wants it to be canceled, but like, if you're really looking at it. Oh, you know. hell no, we don't. I mean, dude, Taylor, you know me, you know, I don't have a lot going for me. This is important. <laughs> I mean, like, like I feel, I feel coach K because like his team is not very good. Just like when he took his time off for back issues, you know, like this is a season that he knows that, look, no matter how much surgery I get, we're not coming back from this. Um, and we already touched on it in our sessions with Luke. Like Duke is not very good. They're maybe fifth best in the ACC this year. Um, and well, you We're going to get mail about that one. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody actually mailing us something. <laughs> People email us, Mike. People email us. Okay. Um, but you know, like, yes, I mean, it does seem a little bit crazy to be playing college basketball when half of your games are being canceled 
In fact, some of the best games of the Big Ten ACC Big Ten Challenge on Thursday or Wednesday were canceled. You know, I wanted to see NC State play Michigan. You know, I wanted to see Louisville, Wisconsin. You know, these games weren't allowed to happen. Michigan State, UVA. You know, these these were like the high dollar games, and not to be able to play them. And then more importantly, for guys like K, for not to be able to practice. You know, so you got all these like freshmen and transfers. You know, and things like that, uh, you know, it just it doesn't fit. I say transfers for Kentucky, um, you know, with the problems they're experiencing. Like, it just – it doesn't fit. It, there's no there's no uh, I in team, if you will, you know, and it just doesn't work. There's no COVID in team. I I was, but, but there is in COVID. There's an I in COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't, that's terrible. That's so bad. That's so bad. Uh, well, you die alone, so, yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> God. Dark. Uh I mean, <laughs> the B sides. <laughs> I, I I just really enjoyed the fact that you know maybe I'm wrong, maybe I don't have a frame of reference, but like ten years ago, maybe nobody would have said anything. But now, like Nate Oates from Alabama, put him on blast immediately and was like, gave some direct quote in a press conference where he was like, "Yeah, Coach K would never say this if his team had not just lost two games in a row." Oh, like, did he? Yeah, did he? he said like, oh, and it was it's just Nate Oates, young up and coming coach, man. It the made Bernie me laugh. Sanders, the Bernie Sanders of uh, young college coaches, I guess, is out there challenging the establishment. Good Speaking for him. truth to power, Nate Oates. That's, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, yeah but it's going to get it, buddy. It just, it's, yeah, it's, I think it also speaks to the fact, what it made me think of is like, I was like, well, what does Coach K feel like he has to prove? Like, if you lose a couple games, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, right, because everybody who's successful at this level is some sort of psychopath. Like, you have to have some sort of, like, tendency to just, like, never – like, me, I would – Oh, like, that sociopathic tendency to right, just – you like, just have to, like, you never – like, you're focused on one singular goal all the time. Right. Like, like, you, know, you just musk it. You just kind of, like, push it. You're yeah. Like, I'm going to have my own rocket company. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I can barely, you know – you know, log into a Zoom session with you without being like, eh, I'd rather just like go drink a beer by myself. Like, <laughs> right. I feel like maybe I should just do that instead. And then everybody else, you know, is just so like on it with that. So that's, you know. As we speak right now, Joe Harris, quote unquote, uh, Joe Harris TM is trending on Twitter because there's a video from Brooklyn Nets practice where he is guarding KD. <laughs> and uh, Durant brushes him off and Joe Harris falls over backwards and Katie like spins and hits a turnaround jumper. And, you know, so everyone's like, reaction split between like, oh, Durant is back, you, you know, prime form, that's winning the championship, et cetera, et cetera. And then also people being like, uh, this doesn't prove anything. Joe Harris is terrible at defense, you know, comparing Joe Harris to various like baked products you know pastry products he's bad at defense basically. <laughs> now i looked it up to make sure that i was right joe harris on a four-year 75 million dollar contract 75 million i mean paying joe harris look, 75 million if there's one lesson about the nba that i think college coaches should take away and some of them have is that uh shooters get paid like That's the ball true. goes the ball goes through the basket it's good is my, <laughs> is my deep insight into this game right now and 
he shot like 42% from three point range in. Yeah. No, he's been. Or no, wait, was it like 50? It was like. Yeah, 50. yeah, yeah, yeah. He led the league I'm, in three point shooting percentage, I think, I'm like two years right ago. Now. And I think he was very good last year. And he's actually a decent defender. Whoever, whoever is including those pastry references, um, you know, needs to uh, re- read up. I on mean, the no, right. He's not great. He's not great. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I love that the only like way that a ACC basketball player is currently uh, trending live on Twitter or, you know, trending on Twitter is just because he's just like falling down and like, you know, can't guard KD. I guess the only other one is what Kyrie, who is just like, yeah, what about Kyrie's antics recently? What do you think about that? I don't that? know. I, as far <laughs> as I know, he's still a flat earther. <laughs> I, I, more than that I don't now. know. He's, I don't issued, know. he's issued a statement to the NBA that says I'm not, or I'm sorry, to the media that says I'm not going to talk to the media for this year. I'm going oh, to, really? uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, this was a big story like a week ago where he <clears throat> comes out like opening day and he's like, all right, new Kyrie, who dis 2021, <laughs> you know, there's a vaccine out and I'm not talking to the media. <laughs> You know, of course, he's not going to take it. I can't imagine. Take the vaccine, that's a question. That's yeah, sad. I can't imagine uh, Kyrie taking the vaccine. But still, he comes out and he says, all right, I'm not going to talk to the media this year. You know, NBA, so professional, digests it for like a week. They don't, they don't even react. Right. And then today, just today, they're like, uh, that's not sufficient. We're going to fine you. And so <laughs> they fine him. You know, Adam Silver, man, so sneaky. So sneaky. I like that guy. Um, but yeah, that's your only other like ACC basketball trending guy on Twitter right now, besides Joe Harris, I guess. I really enjoy all the like online jokes and memes about, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about the coronavirus if it's different. Oh, I don't know that. It's, what is it's that? the Jeff Foxworthy of vaccine truth. <laughs> I guess, but no, it's like, it's not like that. I'm mangling it. It's more, it's more just like, you know, if you drank uh, a four loco, an original four loco between the years of, you know, 2004 and 2009, like you don't worry about what's in the COVID vaccine. Or like- I need I need eight minutes on TJ Haas Polish basketball highlights. That's what I need. <laughs> that's what we need man like how like tell me the tell me the splits that tj haas is putting up right now i'm trying to find i wonder if they're even they're probably not playing right this yeah time. i don't think they've started yet training camp it appears that he's starting okay so good for um oh, truffle truffle okay. starting he's tj fucking haas truffle silbot so, truffle silbot um yeah, I can tell you right now they've uh it looks like they played 15 games. He's, he's Oh, they played, played 15 already. Yeah, he played in all 15. Is, is Poland in the southern hemisphere is it summer in Poland? I mean, I don't even know. That's embarrassing for you. No. <laughs> How they already played 15 games? I don't understand. It's an indoor game. They're used oh, to, you right. know. oh, it's um, just an early winter. Yeah, he averages 19 minutes a game. He's, you know, looks like he's doing pretty good. 19 a game? Yeah, shooting 61% from the field. What? That can't be right. Dude, TJ fucking Hall. This cannot be right. I hope we get some calls from TJ Hall's representation. We should get him on the podcast. I don't know why we have this strange fascination, but I just want to say it's all based in love and appreciation for oh, his game. 
Absolutely. Dude, I mean, an incredible basketball player. I mean, BYU a shot without him. BYU beat Gonzaga by 13 points last year. I mean, okay, like that was like the last game before the season was canceled pretty much. That's the last real good memory I have of, you know, 2020 basketball, you know. And, dude, they that BYU team that he was on I think could have – could have been a final four team. And I mean that like legitimately. Um, I think they were a final four team with Childs and Hawes um, and that guy with the mustache and the mullet. Everybody could shoot. Oh, yeah. That, you great know, hair on the team too, yeah. Great hair. I mean, personality. Great okay. distinctive look. I mean, they were ready for like their movie like team up, you know, where they go recruit everyone. You know, they have to the, – the leader of the team has to fly out to the Poland to get Hawes. They got to – what you get it? Are you talking about the air up there. I, <laughs> I do love that movie. About the Polish version of the air up there. They fly to Poland to bring TJ Hawes back for a seventh year. <laughs> now that would be classic. But yeah, talk about teams that um, really miss their opportunities in 2020. BYU is at the top of that list. We haven't really talked about that yet. About like that, the team yeah. that was most robbed. Florida State, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if there's like a hand crank for people to hear about that. I don't really care, in all honesty. I don't. I have no. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there is either. But I mean, I can. I can already feel right now that like 2020 to 2021 might get canceled. Yeah. Like, oh, I can feel it. It's like, bad. Already. Yeah. Obviously, oh, it's so close. They're canceling all these games. Think about college football. Like, yeah. I mean, COVID is like ravaging the u.s right now we are totally reaping what we sowed um and you know it i agree with coach k in one respect in that it does seem frivolous to be playing college basketball right now but as a person that like undoubtedly needs college basketball in his life as like the most dominant hobby in my life like i i personally connect with him it makes me happier um you know, it's a, I, I can calling for you. Don't call yeah, it a hobby. Yeah, it's, yeah. A call, it's a calling. Yeah. I mean, but like I can feel it happening right now. Right. Like, so I'm not, you're right in that I'm not interested necessarily in what was canceled last year because it already feels so distant. But at the same time, like you have to imagine like all that, all that kind of loss that you felt or that like isolation that you felt when COVID initially happened. Imagine like, your whole career coming to like this point where you feel like you're going to make this huge impact for yourself and for your school and like potentially do these great things and create these ever everlasting memories. And you're like about to go start the tournament and you've had this great run and it's fucking over. Like they, like it just stops like, right. As you're about to, as you're like in your conference tournament, I think for BYU, they were like, in Las Vegas, right? I mean, like they're for the Western Western Conference Tournament, the WCC or whatever. Like they were on their way to Vegas to try to like take down Gonzaga, you know, the week before the NCAA tournament starts, and then the season's over. You know, like, ugh. I mean, and I feel it. I feel it. Um, I feel that it could happen again. You feel, but, yeah, the danger of it this year. I hope not. God. Yeah, I would be fucking devastated. Yeah, get those vaccines to. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Jordan it? Goldwire, essential worker. Give him the vaccine right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Without Goldwire, there is no season. Gale just walk right off the floor. <laughs> He's the only one old enough to be at risk, too, on that team. Man, no leadership. 
Well, this is our outro. That's the time where we say goodbye from uh, ACC Basketball Degens After Dark. You yeah. cut me off too hard there. You cut me off too hard there. Hey. Too. I, you, I mean, I feel like, you know, you just like the bartender yelling at me across the street like, Jaffe, it's the outro. It's the outro, Jaffe. Stop it. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to go drink at a bar alone by myself. Read the newspaper. Oh, that, sound, that does sound nice. You and I always used to talk about a bar in New York that we saw at one time. Uh, I B Cafe, I believe, up yeah, the west side, near, near, where, near where we both used to live. Shout out uh, the uh, just an old man eating mussels, drinking a Belgian wit at the bar right wow. there, reading the paper. You remember it so well. That's exactly what it was. It was, I, a, it was a 65 year old gentleman reading a newspaper, eating a bowl of mussels, and drinking like. A, a beautiful Belgian beer. And we both looked at him. We were like, whatever, 24 at the time. And we were like, Oh my God, that's it. Like that, that's, that's the dream. And he, he was alone and he was reading and he was drinking and it was, it was amazing. That man was, is the love of my life. <laughs> I mean, my wife's in the other room right now, but really it's that guy. I don't even know, you know, wherever he is misconnections, yeah. but that guy, the light coming up.